Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis. After being widowed at 38 with three little kids and now blending our family with a man that made my heart come back to life, I know that it is hard to calm the chaos through life's ups and downs. If you are lost in the overwhelm of motherhood, if you're trying to be mindful of true self-care again, or if you need to find simple ways to detox your life, mind, and home, come to The Well. Our online wellness collaborative of coaches where you can find restoration through natural wellness, inner healing, and faith that brings freedom to your heart. In the Bible, the woman at the well went to the well for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. Grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. ready to deep dive into Costa Rica with me today? <laughs> I have gotten back a couple weeks ago now from the most amazing trip with all five of my kids and I wanted to talk about it today because as someone who encourages self-care and true self-care that is soul care and recharging and resting and balancing your hormones, I don't do it the way that I am able to on certain getaways, and so you might relate to that. We had a trip this summer to Costa Rica that did exactly what Costa Rica did to me last time. I was there four years ago. Bobby and I had gone to an event right after we got engaged, and they did an auction, and we basically bid on a trip and ended up in Costa Rica. So we never would have found this place. Most people, when they go to Costa Rica, they go north, they go to much more established areas, and we go south when we go to Costa Rica, now two times, and we've just found this little nook of the world that lights me up and inspires me in a way that nowhere else does. And it's just, I've never been to Hawaii. Maybe if you've been to Hawaii, you might disagree with me, but it feels like Hawaii because you're on the Pacific. You have the mountains, but then you also have the rainforest. There are volcanoes. Um, I have not been to the volcano in Costa Rica, but we go down south and it's gotten more developed, but it's still very untouched compared to so many other parts of the world. So it's the Osa region, which I think means bear, and it's by the Whale Tail Beach, it's called. It's this rock structure that shoots out into the Pacific Ocean that looks like a whale tail. And so there's just some really, really cool things to do. Right down the mountain from our house was a natural water slide in a river down the mountain so you literally slide off of this waterfall (laughs) and we took the kids horseback riding up to another waterfall that we had met a man that his family has owned this land for his whole entire life and so they have this amazing operation where they take you on horseback up the mountain you get to take pictures at the waterfall But then if you're with him and only with him, since it is his family basic land, you get to climb up the waterfall. He climbs up it with no rope, attaches, I don't know how, I don't have repelling language, but he basically 
knows how to get people to get the rope to the top so that you can get people up the waterfall and then you jump off. It's probably, I'm guessing, about an 80-foot jump. And all five of our children did this, this trip. So we, I mean, we're talking some adventures that were maybe a little dangerous, but Bobby and I had jumped off this waterfall last time we did it. And it was honestly probably one of the scariest things that I've ever done, but also made me so inspired that it's actually a lot to do with this podcast, (laughs) that it really was like, an encouragement to me to do things that I maybe don't know how to do or to step out in faith and just kind of build the plane in the air about what I feel called to share with the world and also just encourage me to jump out of my comfort zone. When I was a little girl, I was never the girl to do it. I was never the one that was doing the adventures or jumping or it was always my brothers and they were saying, oh, Kari won't do it or why aren't you doing it? And it's just so cool to see that all five of our kids did it and what they did to overcome. I didn't jump this year. I've been having some foot issues and I also wanted to stay down below with Finnegan, my stepson, because I didn't think that he would be able to climb up because the water is just beating on you. I mean, imagine the pounds of water coming down a hundred foot waterfall. And so But he still got to do it because Eric, the guide, put him over his shoulder and climbed him up to the top. I mean, this guy is born and raised in Costa Rica. This is his land. And he just made it the most amazing trip for our family. And I had been feeling my anxious feelings, a lot of stress going on before we had left. And then, you know, just getting ready for a trip with five children was a lot of stress. I was feeling everything really ramping up and just getting there, even though we were doing these scary adventures, I still was able to calm in a way that I probably haven't felt that calm since last time I was in Costa Rica four years ago. And so I wanted to break that down today a little bit because I want that for you. I want you to not have a place that calms you only every four years And I'm not saying that I have not gotten to relax or gotten to recharge. You know, we are very intentional about that in our lifestyle to hashtag vacation every day. And Bobby and I have quiet time in the morning. And I have all those practices in place. But there was something different both times that I've been in this country. I don't think it's the country, (laughs) but I do think that it's a culmination of different parts. And I hope that you find this for yourself. So I am definitely a water person. I recharge next to the water in ways that are like nothing else. So it was very neat that we had a lot of time sitting on the water, hearing the big waves. Again, it kind of feels like other parts of the world where you're on the Atlantic or the Pacific, where it's really, really loud waves, where usually if you follow me on Instagram, I'm always posting pictures of the Gulf of Mexico, which I love, but it's more like a lake. We don't have really big waves. So I think it's a combination of that, the fierceness of the Pacific that really, really makes me feel that God is so big and I am so small. It's also the rainforest. I really love just green. So out the side of our house at the top of this mountain, and this was 
such a more affordable house than anything we could have gotten in the United States. So, I mean, it's just such a gift because we have to have a pretty decent sized house to fit our big blended family. But out the side door of where my girls stayed was the jungle where monkeys were on the banister one morning when my daughter Callie was out reading a book. I mean, it's just not even real. It was just so magical to be a part of nature and to see all the green. I love the really tropical plants and we'd have the most unique birds that would sit on a tree outside of our outside of our porch in the morning. It was just so amazing to be a part of nature. I am such a nature geek where I just love that, especially the older that I get, I appreciate it so much more. So there's the loud waves, the green lush jungle, the animals, then add to it the sky. I cannot tell you how big the sky looked off the side of this mountain overlooking the Pacific. It's about a couple miles away because we're up on the mountain. But it is honestly a place I could just sit and look all day long where so much of what I do to recharge in nature at home is still your eyes are resting on people or your eyes are, are or you're hearing cars go by where this was so quiet except for the super loud chirping birds in the morning and the howler monkeys would wake us up multiple mornings where they truly howl, howl, howl. They're so loud to the point where a local was telling us that a lot of Americans have moved there and have had have moved home because they can't handle how loud the wildlife is. But it's like, you know what? It was their life first. So I think just a combination of these things was such a gift. I had booked the trip with my husband mostly for the waterfall experience. We knew that that would be amazing for them. And ever since we went, we wanted to bring them back. But it became so much more than that. And so sitting and looking over the rainforest, listening to the animals, and then especially the first morning, each of the kids got up one at a time and we had gotten there at nighttime so they hadn't seen the view and just seeing their faces now they're all not super demonstrative about oh my gosh it's so beautiful or some of them are more quiet than others but they all were just in awe looking at this view i mean how couldn't you be and i got to sit and just watch as a mom how our different kids experience nature and adventure and different things in a different way that was just made me so mushy. Everyone asked who had the best time and I I said it was me because I got to look at this world that I love so much that inspires me so much through the lens of each of these children and they were just well behaved and loving and had dance parties and it was truly a magical trip and usually I don't pump something up like, oh, it was so perfect. It was definitely not perfect. We had attitudes. We had different kid things that go on. But for the most part, everyone was just in awe of a different culture and of nature. And that was so heartwarming for me to see that here are these American kids that live in an area of the world that people don't have the struggles that they have there. It was just so amazing for them to see.
So this is not a commercial for going to Costa Rica, although I would love for you to jump over to my Instagram. I've been wanting to make some videos and different things. We took like 600 pictures, so I would never bore you. But um, <laughs> if you do want to see a little bit of our trip, hop over to my Instagram, Kari Davis underscore the well, just if that's a kind of trip that you feel would feed your soul in a way that like it fed mine. So I do have a couple takeaways that I want to share from this trip. And I struggle with with giving them like a should list. I don't like to should on you. Like you should do this and you should do that. So I'm going to try to give my takeaways in a really loving way. But I hope on the other side of that that they're also a little convicting. Because our hormones and our bodies and our families need downtime. So number one is we have got to slow down because it is killing us. It's killing our hormones. It's making us gain weight, especially if you're in your over 40s like me. Not slowing down, not teaching our kids to slow down is truly the most toxic thing that you can do. I talk on the well and on this podcast about getting rid of toxic chemicals and putting good things in your body. But if you're not slowing down, it doesn't matter all the health principles that you are doing. You truly, truly just being still, just quieting down, just stopping is the most important thing that you can do if you are trying to be healthy and balance your hormones in your 40s, but also to teach your children. Our kids are so, even if they don't have screens all the time, they're still so plugged in. School is a lot for them. Their relationships are a lot. Sports are a lot. Their constant busyness. Everything that we do is, is, is beautiful. I love our lives. But we have got to slow down and then practice it. It's like a practice. Um, number two takeaway was that sometimes I think in America, we're so careful with our kids not getting hurt or, you know, certain slides and jung jungle gyms and monkey bars have been taken out of parks because people don't want to be sued or Whatever the reason, we've been so careful that we don't make our kids learn how to be careful. <laughs> so in Costa Rica, it is not a third world country, but it is definitely, there's not the rules, I would say, like in America. Like when we're going down the water slide down our mountain, there's not these manicured steps. You are crawling down roots and rocks and... <laughs> And poisonous frogs are right there. I mean, it is not, it, it is not a, a manu manicured environment. The kids, my daughter at one point said, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of rocks. <laughs> because, because then you're climbing out on the rocks. And if you live up north, that is so amazing. We don't have that in Florida. We don't have rocks. We have shells and sand. And so it was so good for my kids to learn how slippery rocks get when you're climbing in fresh water and that even though the water feels so refreshing that you shouldn't drink it. And all of these things that you don't learn unless you have these experiences, but you don't have these experiences unless you slow down and go do them. And so sometimes we are so careful that we don't make our kids 
know how to be careful. They're so protected that they're just not learning some of these basic life skills, like getting dirty and getting hurt. And, you know, at one point, we didn't know that you could slide down this one waterfall. And so my husband went first and he's Mr. Adventure Boy and lived in Colorado for 15 years. And so I trust him to be wise. But at the same time, it was really, really scary. (laughs) But then that the kids learned that he was able to teach the kids what you do need to look out for, that you do need to swim out first and make sure that it's deep enough water and you don't dive. And just those certain life skills that were just really horrifying for me to have kids from ages 8 to 19 be learning all together. But it was so valuable, so, so valuable. Number three takeaway was showing our kids how blessed they are is needed more than once a year. Now, whether you go on a mission trip or you serve at the food bank at the holidays or you have your kids babysit in the nursery at church, you know, there's a lot of ways that I have wanted my kids to learn how to serve their community, but we have got to to get them to appreciate the affluence of really all parts of our country and just them seeing the poverty, them seeing how happy people are with so little was just a blessing. And I was really, really convicted that they don't get to see that enough. Now, I'm not saying take them to really rough areas all the time, but just to be having a really clear conversation of praying for different people, maybe sponsoring a family My church does a really good job of doing a mission moment every Sunday where they talk about different missionaries and different life experiences. But it's been such a goal of mine and really one of the main reasons to build the business that I've been building over the last 10 years is to take my kids around the world. I want them to understand how blessed they are and to really not just do it once a year, but to have that constant conversation. So we went to go buy t-shirts at this t-shirt stand and they were also selling those tapestry blankets because they're the, it's like black sand. So it's, it was also funny to see my girls in their little white bikinis be on the dirty, (laughs) the dirty beach where they were going to be jumping off waterfalls. And we learned so much about what to wear and what not to wear and all the, all those fun things. So we went to go buy a tapestry blanket and we went into pay to what we thought was this little building, but it was their home. (laughs) There was a bathroom in the kitchen right on the other side of these tapestries. And the kids were all watching a show in the front room in what was their beds. And we just thought that we were buying some souvenirs and what the kids were able to see of how so many families live all around the world was just so valuable. And they didn't always say, you know, mom, I'm just so grateful for our lives or I feel bad that these children don't have that much. It was just in their eyes. You know, as a mom, when you can just see in their eyes that it made such an impact. And it just blessed my heart. My number four takeaway, (laughs) and I've shared this before, is that I believe that there's a big difference between a trip and a vacation. And usually I only think of vacations when it's just Bobby and I, because then I truly get to recharge and I don't have to be a mom and I can just 
right now we're on a work trip, but it also has some vacation elements because we just get to not parent and not clean the house and have all the responsibilities. But this trip was with the kids and it flipped that on the head. I told Bobby, I'm kind of confused now. This feels like a tripcation because of those quiet moments, because of those moments where the kids' eyes were opened and they were just grateful and they were just in awe of the beauty of God's creation. And so I might have to switch my definition of vacation because vacation might just be any time where we leave more grateful because we see God in how much he loves people around the world and builds that empathy and builds that time together and those laughing moments. It was just, if you have little kids, hang in there because you have a trip ahead of you when they're older where you get to have those conversations that can feed your soul just as much as a trip just with your husband or a girlfriend. So it was really cool. Uh, Number five is to make sure that I'm teaching the kids how to appreciate the little things and just being kid-like again. Um, I had so much fun. You know, Finnegan, my stepson, is still eight, so he's still little, and my son Cole is still 13. But even my teenagers, um, you know, Tegan's 13 also, but even the older teenagers, I mean, were just childlike. And they just got excited about little things and that I let them have a sugary drink because there's so much sugar (laughs) in Central and South America. Oh, my goodness. Everywhere. All the sweet fruit. And we bought some weird exotic fruits and cut them up. And my stepdaughter just lit up that she got a purple dragon fruit. And just the little things, just sitting with them and just appreciating every meal and And the abuelita, the grandmother of the guy who owns the property, or abuelita actually owns it, but just seeing her working back in her kitchen in the middle of the jungle up by the waterfall. I mean, just those little things. And when you adventure so hard and you've had such a great workout from swimming and riding horses, how good a sweet drink tastes then, you know? And and me being fine with it and them seeing that I am fine with sugary drinks after you moved your body. It's just when you've been sitting around on your phone or watching TV all day, I don't want you to put sugar straight in your system. So it was just nice for them to see that I will lighten up to even with some of my health habits when it's appropriate and when it's so fun. So number six is similar to that is to have an adventure with your kids. Do the thing. Aiden, my 19-year-old, at one of the waterfall jumps goes, Mom, you're doing it. And I would rather have to climb a waterfall and then you have to jump off. But if it's like a jump where I don't really have to do it, I can climb down a different way, I'm still not all about it every time. And so I made sure that I did some of those things, not to prove to my kids that I will do it, but just to show them that even when you're a mom or even when you're getting older, that just do the thing. Just jump off the thing. Just swim the thing. Just, you know, reel in the fish. We had an amazing fishing experience too there. I mean, just out of this world, so many little touches of blessing that just show your kids that you want to also do the thing. 
Don't be the mom that says no. Jump in the picture, even if you don't like your fat thighs. You know, just just do it. You only have this one life, and you jumping is going to teach them so, so much. Number seven takeaway is to set limits for them also. Um, to set that boundary, to have something that is just not all out. Okay, so I'll explain myself. So it felt like Monopoly money. If you've ever traveled to another country, we were using Colonus and not dollars. So it was like $63,000 was about 100, 63,000 Colonus was about $100. And so they were just shocked that it was 63,000 and we had to explain that whole money situation. But it started to feel like it was fake money. And so I really wanted to teach them in the moment that even when you're on vacation or even when we're letting you have sugary things and we're doing things that we don't always do at home, you know, we're, we're going out more, we're doing things, to still also have some limits around yourself. So I would kind of tell them what their budget was because <laughs> now that they order off the adult menu, those of you who have older kids can relate. I mean, going out to eat is a small fortune. And so even though it's cheaper there, it, it still all adds up. And so it was so interesting. We would give the kids a limit and then they would maybe get something cheaper if they wanted a drink or they would learn how to budget themselves and also budget what they were eating. And so we do this at home all the time. And part of you as a parent wants to be like, oh, we're on vacation. Let's do whatever. But it really meant a lot to me that Bobby and I kind of still made them have some kind of limits on things. Otherwise, it just feels like we are Americans that are just gluttonous, that we just get, 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 get. And I'm so worried about that in our culture, that feelings matter so much, that just what we want or our truth, in quotes, is what matters. And so teaching them to just think about who they're around was just really, really, really important to me. So number eight, the last takeaway is just whatever you can do, maybe this summer, maybe you cannot afford to go away this summer. Maybe you did a trip and you were with tons of people and you didn't get that quiet time. Please, please, please take a day, take an afternoon, Take any kind of time that you can and go somewhere to just be with your family. Teach them how to just be and just savor that time. I am really struggling as my kids get older. I really, really miss having littler kids. I was so looking forward to being a mom and felt very robbed those years after the trauma and the grief of, of TJ passing away. I really felt like I missed out on some of those middle years that I was just kind of in a, in a fog. But it is just so vital. I would really, really, really encourage you if you, I'm sure many of you already have, but just whoever you can recharge and vacation with, please spend time with them. It will nourish your soul. It will bring down your cortisol level. It will balance your hormones. <laughs> it will make you realize what really matters in life. It will give you empathy for the world and appreciation for God's creation in a way that 
so few other things will. And so thanks for listening about my trip. (laughs) Uh, It's not just about the trip. It's really about being a mom and on this health journey to see that those mindset shifts and being still and recharging will help your health in ways that no product, no meal plan, nothing will. And so thanks for listening. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well Podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the Well.